You're listening to Fathoms, an Enneagram podcast, discovering our inner depths, one fathom at a time. Well, congratulations, listeners. You've just found the world's most popular <laughs> podcast with the name Fathoms in it. <laughs> oh, oh. There, I don't, there <laughs> is it's a true a, statement. There is another podcast, but it's a fishing podcast. See, yeah, it's and probably not nearly as f- popular, right? <laughs> I think no way. I think it's based in well, England. So it's a face-off between us and a fishing podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knew? <Yeah>. Who knew? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Everyone wants to talk about the squabbles within the Enneagram community. Yeah. We have a fight to pick with a fishing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh, man. It's, oh, it's all about who has the better hook. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That was a cheesy line. Are you... You're in Portugal. Yes. Are you learning dad jokes in Portugal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually. <laughs> uh. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to another Fathom 15 where we spend a few minutes talking about an Enneagram-related topic. And in this series of answering some of the most Googled questions regarding the Enneagram, are you guys ready for mm. today's question? Yes. Yeah. And maybe we remind our listeners where we kind of get these from, right? From the most Googled searching? Yes. Right? Is that right? The, yeah. These are some of the most Googled questions on the internet. Mm. So we thought we would uh, try to address some of them all right, and save you from having to Google them in the future. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. You guys ready for today's question? Yeah, let's, let's hear it. What is so. it? Okay. What is the rarest Enneagram type? Uh, A four. <laughs> duh. Because I'm the only uh, one. <laughs> come on. Because you're the only one, right? Uh, I... F- I feel like that is a nine or a four asking the question. That's, that's why it's being <laughs> Okay, asked. tell me why, why do you say that? Why do you say that? <laughs> why would a because, four or nine be predisposed to ask that question? Well, obviously for one, the, or for, for the four, they're the ones that are want, want to be the most unique and in, individuated mm-hmm. and special, right? Right, Craig? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. So which one will I need to find out the information to reinforce what I know about myself? Uh, but also, I think I feel like the nine is kind of more inadvertently wanting to know that because they're not going to, it's not, uh, how do you say it? I don't know. I feel like a lot of nines actually identify as fours out there because there's some level of wanting to be special that they're just unwilling to name, but it's a part of their shadow. Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like it's a question that nines or fours might be asking more than most people. But it, but it could probably be Any, other types sure, as well. Sure. Does that ring true, Creek, as our resident four? Well, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a. It's probably getting a little old. <laughs> the joke. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. But yeah. I don't know. See, when I first discovered, like the t- my type, I wasn't. I wasn't super resistant to being labeled a four, mostly just because I'm like. I, it, I I felt seen on some level. So I was like, oh, yeah. this is really fascinating. And then, sure, I am... Maybe in the beginning, when other people would say they're fours, I was highly... I still am highly suspicious when people say they're fours. But yeah. I, I think I'm just... I'm more willing to accept <laughs> other, uh, other fours into the mix. 
and not feel threatened. I think earlier in knowing Fornis, I felt a little bit more threatened, but yeah. now I'm suspicious, not because I feel threatened, but because it's just so incredibly, um, not misused. It, it, people don't really understand fours. I know that's a trope too. Uh, right. I don't right. know. They just, they want to be a four. Yeah, no, there's specific yeah. things about the four that they they want to be all of who they are, uh, that yeah. they identify with, oh, that is most valuable to them. The yeah, that is that... not about what it means to hold, hold you know, uh, the ego aspect of what it means to be a four. I right? was yeah. listening to something the other day and this podcast host who's like, if y'all know, I'm a four in the Enneagram because I love to be authentic. It's like, oh God. <laughs> You mean every human <laughs> ever? <laughs> totally. Um, so then, the, well, then that, that would counter your original statement, Creek. Because if every human <laughs> right. wants to be authentic and to be authentic is to be a four, then all humans are fours. Yes. Therefore, it has to be one of the other nine types is the most rare. <laughs> I'm not following uh, your logic, but okay. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, we've done a good job of avoiding the question so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would just, I would just say inherently in the question is just, it's not a great question. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> well, I think it, it doesn't. Maybe. It's, it's saying, it's, it's yeah. saying something about what it means about the enneagram that isn't accurate. Mm. You know, so it's just a, a mis, another misconception out there to even ask that kind of question. I think. Well, I think it's. I'm not sure it's empirically possible mm-hmm. to well determine. Like, that, how would you even go about competing? That's something I wanted to address, yeah. The totality of Enneagram types across the globe mm-hmm. in terms of quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then comparing, I don't know how you would even go about doing that in any sort of way that would be valid, right? Exactly. Totally. There's never been an Enneagram worldwide census, right? To accurately <laughs> gauge. Oh, that happening. If there's a number that's someone, more or less. Someone will monetize it and try to do it, though. <laughs> totally. I totally. Yeah. I mean, and you I, can download the free ebook <laughs> to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, asking that question uh, also, uh, like, begs for the opposite as well or the other side of it as well like what what's the most common type uh, and there um, are some hot takes in the enneagram community about sure. this one yeah and and so yeah. what i've heard from a lot of teachers is that there are more nines and sixers sixes than any any number in the world i like right? that you went with sixers there that was sixers, good. yes <laughs> that's, how I, that's how i do that <laughs> uh i've heard I've, I've heard more often from people that there are more sixes in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard from a few people about the nines. Yep. I've heard uh, both. I've had, yeah. I definitely heard maybe a little bit more about sixes than nines, but I've heard both nines and sixes. I, but also, like, we got to take into account, like, just the people's ability because of the misunderstanding and the popularized mm-hmm. surface level version of the Enneagram that how much people are mistyping these days. I think that's something important yeah. to take in right. consideration here. But I've heard that there's an equal portion of the numbers spread out. Hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. My favorite, if I can finish, my favorite, personal, personally, my favorite theory though is that there are more of the core triangle numbers. So uh, three sixes and three, nines. Three sixes and nines. Yeah, because yeah. all the other types are on the hexad lines are just variations of that 
chord number in the center mm. the, in the, on the triangle. Mm -hmm. and You're so, all just derivative. Exactly. So. No. Uh, from to so me. no. From like a <laughs> and me. Uh, you should see Creek's face right now. <laughs> he's so disgusted with me. At the, even though he knows I'm totally joking, uh, he hates that I just. Said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say from an evolutionary perspective, uh, the way that cultures and the world have changed, you know, and evolved over time, um, one idea is that uh, it's required the three, six, and nine perspective to help help us advance the best. Mm. And so the three, six, and nine represent the journey, you know, of the yeah. loss of the authentic self, the nine, uh, the development the, of, an, of an ego identity, the three, and the three. fear that gets instilled and helps us keep in place that idealized self-image of what we lost in the process of growing up, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's one way of looking at it. That's my personal favorite. If there was something true about there being more or less, I could see potentially that there's three sixes and nines maybe more than any other number from an evolutionary perspective. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. I wonder. On the surface level, yeah, it makes sense. But I guess... The, the questions that immediately come to my mind is one, why is the person asking? Yeah, that why? sheds a ton of light on them. And then yeah. also, uh, you mentioned the mistyping, yes. And then also, what school of thought are you coming from? Because some school of thoughts would say, this is uh, this person is this number, and another school of thought would say this person no, and this person is actually this number. Then you got subtypes in the mix, and so it's like there's there's really no way to actually find out. And and any teacher that I think takes a actual guess at it is really just based on subjective experience without any actual real data. And so in yeah. some ways I, I get why it's an interesting question, but it's also not an interesting question to me. <laughs> yeah. And this is what we don't get with these Google search trends. We don't get, okay, what <laughs> led someone to type right. in right. that query, <laughs> yeah. uh, which would probably, it's probably a good thing. Uh, that'd probably be terrifying. Uh, not for this specific case, but for, sure. you know, yeah. all the Googling. But I do think there's probably a, a healthy dose of curiosity, just simple curiosity, the way in which we search all sorts of things. That's fair. That, I also think there is something deeply human about us that wants to be unique and special. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so there's probably something behind this question kind of rising mm -hmm. the, through the ranks of the Google search trends that is getting at the desire, okay, I think I have an understanding of what my type is. Is it special or unique in any way? Mm, right. Totally. And that's that is an interesting question, I think, to work out. Not um, mm -hmm. probably over social media or Google necessarily, but over, you know, a beverage. That would be fun sure, to kind of sure. yeah. talk to yeah, yeah. someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, th that makes a lot of sense to me, man. I think I think sort of maybe even inherent within that question is asking, is type nature or nurture? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and so do I have personal sovereignty and originality or is this all, you know, done for me, baked into my existence, whether I wanted it or not, you mm. know, which, and I think it's obviously, again, we, we would just name it's both, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but we can do something about that. Yeah. Is the whole point of, of knowing the Enneagram. Yeah, we it. have agency yep. 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 from our type, yeah. So personal experience for you all, do you feel like what is the number that you have the most of in your life and what is the number you have the least of? Uh, in our lives or in ourselves? What, uh, sorry, you said in, your, in our lives. but I did. 
So, <laughs> so never mind. Question. That was such a <laughs> passive aggressive way to I don't like your question. I'm gonna reframe it. <laughs> no, no. That's not bad. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll go last. <laughs> um I wish oh. I could see you guys. Technology's oh. not working. I wish I could see you. Yeah, Abram uh, can't see us. Normally we can see one another <laughs> when we're recording, but yeah. Um, uh, so I have, you know, it's interesting. I have a lot of <laughs> six. <laughs> done laughing. <laughs> I have a lot of sixes in my close group of friends here. And he's still wheezing fours. over there. I know. He's, he's done. Okay. Fours he's and done. sixes, you said. Yeah. That's strange. A lot of fours and sixes huh. in my midst. Yeah. And, and um, the least. Ooh, thinking. <laughs> I don't know why that really got me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you, got me. <laughs> you kind of indicted yourself in real time, which is amazing. Uh, well, I actually usually say I'm the funniest person I know. Yeah. Uh, well. So. <laughs> My goodness, it's, still, it's true. Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say. No, your least, you're the probably first, least around yeah, me. Yeah. Um, I don't have a ton of fives in my world, which is kind of weird. Mm. I work at a university. That is interesting. Maybe I just don't hang out with the fives that work at my university. I don't know, right. but I don't have a ton of fives in my life. Interesting. I would say... I have a few, but not a ton. Uh, ones. I don't have a lot of ones. I I don't have a lot of ones. I know... I Like, I definitely have a good bit of sevens in my life. God knows I need that. Uh, Probably why you're in <laughs> some random European city right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Sevens and... Actually, fours. I don't have a lot of fours in my life. There's... I, I have a... Maybe four fours that I know for sure are. Uh, so like fours and ones. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a, yeah, a good bit of sevens. And uh, that's interesting. Fives. And you yeah. said ones. You know, I have yeah. heard a theory since we can't answer the question with any definition. So sure. we're in the realm of theoretical models. But I have heard a theory that the harmony triads or object relations are kind of gravitational pulls for social groups. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like ones, fours and sevens, two fives and eights, three sixes and nines kind of generally gather together yeah, uh, and find some kind of harmony and energy hmm. by being together. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard that actually too about um, uh, the Hornavian groups too, mm-hmm. uh, because you kind of just, you're, you're reinforcing you know yourself yeah. by surrounding yourselves. Like we draw in certain types to yeah. uh, keep us help help us keep doing what we're doing. Mm. You know? Yeah, uh, just from a different way. But I've also heard you know we we draw in certain types to what we're missing. Like, and I do think it is true that opposites attract. I, I think mm. if I'm really honest, I mean I've been married 11 years now. Uh, I know a lot of what drew me to my wife was something I absolutely needed in my life in order to pull off what I wanted, mm, yeah. what I needed, how, how, who I was becoming, you know? Yeah. So I do, I do think probably, you know, when you buy a car, right, and all of a sudden you see that car all over the road on the mm-hmm. highway, 
I also would assume the way the brain works that that's as well how what what's happening in our social groups, what's also not happening, what we don't see. What what is it that we need in this this season of life, and how is that showing up? Because that's what's important to us. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, for for me, I, I think I would say I I don't see a lot of ones, but I have a, a my wife is a one, so there's a lot of one in my life because mm-hmm. of my wife. But mm-hmm. a lot of not 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 too many twos, more threes. I, I would I guess I would maybe even just blanket statement say. Kind of what I said earlier. Like, there's not. I don't. I would say there's not a lot of hexad types in my life. Mm. Besides, but there are more, definitely of the triangle types, three, six, and nine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. And for those of you wondering, that's Abram's puppy whining in the background. <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry, <laughs> I think the puppy is concerned about your <laughs> <laughs> laughing attack, which may have sounded like a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> she. I'm wondering what about what type she might be. <laughs> Oh boy. Is that yeah. going to be your next Instagram well, that, page? That, that might be it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I'm glad we covered this question because I'm sure everyone feels crystal clear on it now. Oh. So, in, in summary, <laughs> in summary, there's probably a lot behind the question that's worth exploring. Mm-hmm. An actual answer to the question is impossible. So anything else we want to say about this question or do we, we got it covered? <laughs> And by cover, the rarest Enneagram type <laughs> is probably the one you hang out with. The TBD. Least. <laughs> and it therefore is very subjective and not factual. But yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But just, this was a fun conversation to have, though, because sure. it led to some other interesting stuff. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it was a good question in that way. Mm. Probably not yeah. the way in, w- in which it was intended, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's a good question in how. Uh, people can handle it what you can do with it Mm -hmm. yeah 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 very good all right well until next time friends thanks for listening to this episode of fathoms an enneagram podcast if you found this episode helpful in any way consider sharing it with a friend or family member we are so honored to be on this journey with you discovering our inner depths one fathom at a time